Hey, it's Sam and Scott from Ship It Studios' premier wrestling podcast, Above the Ring. And Sam, let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record their content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio-quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away, and it will sound like you're sitting in the same room. Did you know that it's as easy to use as Zoom, but it gives much higher quality audio and video recordings? Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a platform to put over for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using uh, Riverside.fm. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside.fm. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Welcome to another episode of Above the Ring. I am your host, Sam the SLB. Alongside me today is always the man behind the Twitter, the other half of this operation, which is now part of Ship It Studios. It is Scott. And we have some guests with us. Um, we are now officially part of Ship It Studios. We have the hosts of Back to the Ring, Zach and... I'm going by Matt. So we're going to go by? Zach and Matt? We go by the Riddler. No, we go by the Riddler for this. Like. Sounds good to me. This is wrestling. <laughs> this We're is characters. <laughs> we have quite the show to talk about. We're glad We're you guys are right now. We are in kayfabe. Always in kayfabe. Are we ever not in kayfabe? That's true. That's true. <laughs> we have a loaded episode for you guys. Uh, SummerSlam uh, is this week. So is TakeOver. We have our picks. We're going to talk about these. Um, let's just get right into SummerSlam. This is, you know, I think Scott and I, I don't know why, this has always been, for me, one that we've really bonded on. I mean, we've been to Mania, you know, we've watched Royal Rumbles and Survivor Series, but this has always been the, the fun one in the middle of the, the uh, summer for us. Yeah, I always love the uh, greatest, oh, I forget what they call it now, greatest party of the summer, I believe. Um, indoors. Yeah, this is going to be a fun show. Um, ten matches on the card, which is kind of crazy. Um, we're used to now having you know WrestleMania being two days, so everything's cut up in half. But now it's like, oh god, ten matches. This is going to be like a five six hour pay per view. <laughs> they got a good pre show going for. I would, assume, what? I would assume there's probably going to be like a two-hour pre-show. Um, that's normally what they do for the big shows. Um, they'll probably have one or two matches during the, the pre-show, and then they'll still have the 10 <laughs> during the actual show itself. So it's going to be a long, long night of wrestling. For those of you who enjoy WWE, which doesn't seem to be many nowadays... It's going to be fun. <laughs> so before we dive into the card, let's talk with Zach 
and the Riddler. You guys, go ahead, introduce yourself. All the genius go first. <laughs> yeah, well, that that is me. I am Mr. Zach the Genius as my characters of evolving as we're recording our, our new show, Back to the Ring, as you guys introduced. Thank you for having us on. Riddler and I have a have a fun show that that we're doing over there where we're I don't know to summarize it quickly. Riddler, what do you what do you think? Just doing taking yeah, fantasy yeah. booking kind of to another level where we're going back to a specific match in history and replacing the losing wrestler with a wrestler of our choosing who we think could make the match new interesting and possibly change the course of history is kind of the premise of it it's been a lot of fun our first episode just dropped where we are rebooking wrestlemania 14's main event where we're taking out Shawn michaels and we're putting in kenny omega to face stone cold steve austin and talking about how that feud gets set up how that match would play out a lot of fun topics and a lot of fun matches that are on our list of podcasts to episodes to take down it's gonna it's a lot of fun yeah i mean there's not much more to that i mean i guess for me and you zach when we started talking we just wanted to get a show that was interactive for fans uh and something everyone talks about which is fantasy booking everyone wants to know your opinions on things so um you know thanks again for for having us on and um, i'm excited about getting some SummerSlam stuff here well, thank you guys for being on. This is, yeah, this is going to be a lot of fun doing this. I know Sam and I have been been making picks back and forth since, I think, maybe six months into this. We started doing our random picks, and um, it's always fun because Sam doesn't watch pretty much anything of WWE besides NXT. And for the longest time, he would always win these big these big pay-per-views. And it would infuriate me to no end. <laughs> and, I, and I fully expect to thing. be, you know, last once again this week. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm king of... Uh, I'm that kid in high school who slept through everything and always got A's when it comes to this. That's, that's kind of where we're at. Unless I watch it, Scott's usually on point. <laughs> he's doing research behind your back i know i hate it <laughs> no i think i'm just, i i don't i don't know what happens um i don't know we're, we're better than my uh internet connection right now but <laughs> let's get right into this card because again i don't have it in front of me scott why don't you read we're going to go off our very handy dandy website that we always like to use wikipedia <laughs> good old wikipedia <laughs> all right so let's start off with uh, we'll go bottom to top so our first match is for the raw tag team championships it's aj styles and omas taking on rk bro randy orton and riddle so for picks we'll go alphabetical order so we'll go matt then our riddler then we'll go sam myself and then zach so riddler your pick for this match man i mean I've never been first any alphabetical order ever. Like in, in high school, grade school, and you line 
rocks and shit. Like I never was ever. Um, but bro, I'm gonna go with the bro, man. I'm going with Matt Riddle and, and Randy Orton. Uh, um, on Riddle and Orton here. That should be, yeah. This match is gonna be a lot of fun. Um, I don't know how much you guys have followed, but the the story with Riddle and with Orton, um, kind of just blossomed, and the crowd just kind of latched onto it. And Randy's having a lot of fun, and when Randy's having fun, it's normally some of his best work. And the just the segments that these two have in the back, even stuff that they've done in the ring. It's been a lot of fun to watch. So that'll be a lot of fun. Sam, what's your pick? So um, I'm going to go off the bat and agree with the Riddler here that uh, RK Bro, RK Bro is taking this. Um, I've seen everything under the sun about these two um, online. I haven't really seen anything on AJ Styles or almost recently. Um, they've grown, they seem to have a strong bond. Um, I don't know. There's just something about from the outside's perspective that they've really pushed in these two. And I don't know. I could see them walk away with the titles, especially since the guys who know the ropes um, are going to, you know, be happy, you know, knowing that, you know, Randy Orton, he's just going to come out. I just have a feeling he's coming out on top on this one. He might even get the pin. He might. Yeah. Um, I'm going to agree with the both of you. Uh, I, I've been singing the praises of this team since their inception. Um and 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 I I laugh about uh, our buddies over at, at Know the Ropes. Um, we've had uh, one hell of a friendly rivalry when it comes to Randy Orton versus anybody. Um, I personally don't have any beef with Randy, but it's always been a lot of fun just to kind of poke fun at him with these guys. And um, so they've been, or Sam, who's over there, has always been against this team. And I've been hounding him ever since. I said, listen, I said, Randy's going to come back. He's going to tag up with Riddle. They're going to go for the tag titles at, at SummerSlam. I said this like four months ago. And lo and behold, this past Monday, they made the challenge, and I just blew up his Twitter. <laughs> he was not very happy. But, yeah, I, I definitely see RK, RK Bro taking this. They'll win the titles. They'll do the the uh, – the uh, double pose at the end and the crowd will go crazy. It'll be a lot of fun. I'm very, very much looking forward to this match. And Zach, what about you, sir? Well, I hate to agree with everyone just for the strategy of the pick and wanting to end up on top here for this little competition, <laughs> but I'll make up the points later because I have to say I am a, huge fan of the RK bro logo the viper with the long hair and the hat and oh are you gonna (laughs) you're not a fan of that logo are you gonna say that right now I am I'm okay good this is yeah no I'm I don't know who came up with it but I was I was very pleased when it when it showed up (laughs) yeah and I just feel like the team kind of just came back together uh-huh. and they've got some merch to sell and I really dig it. So I'm picking RK bro as well. Perfect. All right. So, so far we're all matching, which 
normally happens with Sam and I. So I'm glad to see with all four of us it's continuing. <laughs> so we'll we'll go on to our next match. Um, this one, honestly, I'm not too excited about, but it is what it is. It is Miss Alexa Bliss versus Eva Marie with Dewdrop at ringside. Riddler, what's your pick? Oh, man. Um, so, I ask questions, or is that not part of the rules here? Oh, need, go ahead. Uh, ask ask away. Alexa Bliss, is she's got the gimmick still, right? With the fiends. She's doing that? Yep. All right. So, I'm going to go with uh, Alexa Bliss on this one here. I have no idea. Eva Marie, I know she came back from a long time. I'm going to go, but Bliss is going to win this one. Okay. Sam? You know what? We're going to part the Red Sea off the bat. There I'm going to go with Eva Marie. <laughs> because Eva Marie is not popular, per se. I remember when I got back into wrestling, you know, now nobody seemed to like her. But, you know, uh, has she wrestled, Scott? Has she wrestled on TV? She's kind of wrestled. She's been in tag teams with with Dewdrop and Dewdrop's been doing all the heavy lifting and Eva will come in for, you know, a few seconds. She's taking a couple pins by like surprise, uh, mostly because of stuff going on with bliss and with Lily, that lovely little doll of hers. Um, but most of the time, no, it's, it's, she hasn't really wrestled. So yeah. I have a feeling. I don't know. I have a feeling that she's going to end up on top and it's going to piss a lot of people off, as it should. So, I'm going to go with that. That's my argument. And I'm sticking with it. All right. All right. Oh. Honestly, with this one, I'll go with I'll go with Miss Bliss only because I don't want to see Eva win, number one. Number two, after stuff that transpired tonight, WWE needs to be on their best behavior. <laughs> you can't really get the wrath of the fans more than they probably already will. So for that, I, I will I will stick with, with Miss Alexa Bliss. So this is Scott's first L of the night. Oh, okay. All right, all right, all right. And Zach, what about you, sir? Well, you could tell he didn't feel good about that pick. That was a very reluctant pick. Very true. (laughs) So I I will gladly keep picking last if you you guys are fine with sticking with this order the whole time and allowing me to hear all of your picks first and then change my strategy based on that. No, so we'll, I like that. We're, I like that we're keeping this going for the rest of the night. So what I learned about Alexa Bliss from Money in the Bank is that basically she has the power of mind control or something along those lines. I don't really understand how it works, but I saw her control Zelina Vega, her movements, everything. And so that's what's happening right now now alexa bliss is controlling me and she is making me pick her in this match i heard she got like some- and fitz mcmahon does the same thing too. control 
<laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Where are the All livestock? Right. <laughs> All right, our next hey, match. No, we're gonna do a snake. We're gonna do a snake draft. No, no, no. So NXT, I'm gonna last, and then Zach goes first. So. Uh, you stole my surprise. <laughs> that's exactly what I was going to drop on him. <laughs> no, that's perfect. Dude, drop. Uh, it's not a prediction, folks. It's a spoiler. So, our next matchup Drew McIntyre taking on Jinder Mahal. Two thirds of 3MB going at it. With Veer and Shanky banned from ringside thanks to this past <laughs> Monday on Raw. So I think this one honestly should be the easiest match of the night to pick. Uh, so, Riddler, who you got? I, my gut tells me to go with whoever Veer and Shanky are tagging with or teaming with. But uh, uh, I'm going to go with the surprise and go with Jen. I'm going to go with Veer and, Veer and Shanky. So you're going to pick Jen and Mahal, all right. Riddler, Riddler does not want to hinder the gender. Totally understandable. Sam? Veer and Shinky are barred from ringside. You they heard that part, right? Correct. Yes. Yeah, Still but nothing to aggravate people more than Mahal winning a clean victory. So... I'm going to go with that because I know it's still, and I was, Scott and I were not against his run. Fell flat? Sure. But I'm always up to give somebody else a chance at the, to be the face of the company, you know? And you know what? A lot of people are pissed off about Ginger having that belt and wrestling Randy Orton five nights a week for like six months. Yes, we all got sick of that. But I think people are still aggravated. I think it would be incredible to see a lot of people get pissed off and watch Ginger Mahal win. So I think people's aggravation is what wins here. Um, <laughs> I'm with the Riddler on this one. All right. Well, we're going to start deviating from the plan here. Drew has had a whole lot of L's lately, especially against Lashley. And at Money in the Bank, he had his opportunity stolen from him from Jinder. So Jinder has a lot of receipts coming his way. So I'm going to pick Drew to take this. Move on from it and hopefully challenge for maybe the mid-card title for now until the draft. And then I hope he goes to SmackDown. But see, you're making sense because you watch wrestling, you watch SmackDown. All. But the thing is, you think you're right, and then Vince McMahon is. Just... Oh, I know. Sorry. This, this is why but, Sam you know. beats me because I think with logic, and Sam yeah. thinks with Vince. So clearly, I, I should just get yeah. on the get on the train. I'm the Vince Russo of podcast. <laughs> oh God damn it! <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, sorry, murder thought monster. I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> What do you think, Zach? Who are you taking? I'll make it an even split. I'll agree with Scott, and I'll pick Drew in this match because it, it just feels like 
a pretty mighty fall for for Drew, even though it should be temporary, right? But yeah, I would assume so. Going down to to gender, so I hope that Drew decapitates him with his claymore and <laughs> in about twenty seconds, and then we just move on from this and maybe forget it happened. It wouldn't surprise me if this was a, a squash match, honestly. Um, no disrespect to gender, but with everything that's been going on, yeah, I, I, this could be a 30-second to a minute match and Claymore City, and that's it. We're done. So, who knows? So our next match is for the United States Championship. Sheamus, who is the champion, taking on Damian Priest. Uh, I'm gonna I'm go with uh, Damian Priest. I got to see Russell uh, live at the last NXT show before COVID hit, and I'm impressed, man. So I, I'm, it's cool, cool to see him. I think. Damian's a good pick. I like Damian. Uh, Sam. Who you got? What was my uh, what was my choices again on that? Damien, uh... <laughs> A, B, B, C, or D. <laughs> uh, it's uh, Seamus, who's the champ, uh, getting challenged by Damien Priest. I'm going to go with Damien Priest. I'm going to go with Damien, because he's always been, I don't know, a good mid-card champion. He was great at NXT. I saw him wrestle in Ring of Honor as Punishment Martinez, and he had a little bit of star power. So I think uh, I think this is a Damian victory. Well, I am on board with you guys. I think it's time um, for Sheamus to start moving back up the card. Uh, he, along with Bailey and a few others, were definitely the MVPs of the Thunderdome era. Um, so I really, truly feel like Sheamus should get his moment, uh, with one more heavyweight title run, no matter who's, who's it's going to be against. Uh, I just feel it's time, um, as he, you know, starts to reach his twilight of his career. So I'm going to go with Damien as well. Well, I like where your head is at with Sheamus moving up the card because I'm with you. I really love what Sheamus has done lately, and that's why I'm actually going to pick him to win this match. I'm Ooh. glad I'm going to be taking a point on all three of you now, finally, in this match, getting a correct with Sheamus. I'm just not a big Damian Priest fan. The guy doesn't really do much for me, and I don't understand what Archer of Infamy is supposed to mean. Can someone explain that to me? I looked that up once. And it actually He's made it did actually skills, make sense. Bro. Does he bring a bow and arrow to the ring? <laughs> no, does he, he shoots people. He kind of like he kind of like air archers things, and that makes him infamous. Infamous, yeah. <laughs> I'm not buying it. <laughs> Give me Seamus all day. All right. Not gonna lie though, I am a huge fan of Sheamus. I always really have been. Um, I love his kind of Irish roots gimmick that he's that he's currently doing. I think that his his virtual um, entrance stuff 
is the best in all of WWE right now. Um, it just, I don't know, it just fits him so well. And I, I've always loved his brawler style of matches, but I, I, I have to stick with Damien because I know, I feel it's time for Sheamus to start moving up that card. But I'll find the Archer of Infamy stuff and I'll send it to you. I looked it up and it actually made sense. But at this point, I can't find it. So it's late at night, guys. Well, that would be great if you could make that make sense for me. <laughs> Maybe I would change my mind. Okay. All right. So our next match, for me, I feel like is a Dark Horse match. And this might actually be match of the night. It's Edge versus Seth Rollins. Riddler, what'd you got? Oh, man, I don't know the storyline, but yeah, I agree with you. This is going to be match of the night for sure. Only match I really care about. Um, two of my favorites of all time. So I'm going to go with Seth Rollins. I don't see why Edge would go over somebody. So uh, I'm going to go with Seth Rollins. Match of the night. Um, it's going to be awesome. It's a good pick. Good pick. Sam? <laughs> No, I think it's pretty straightforward. I'm going to agree with the Riddler again on this one. Um, I see, and this could be a, the start of a trilogy. Um, because, you know, Edge is an incredible in-ring performer. Seth Rollins, I've, I've said for years, you know, this guy could be the face of the company. Uh, Seth is the face of the company. I mean, he's, he's, he's the now, you know. So I think it would be ideal um, and best uh, for Seth to go over. Okay. It's a good pick. I'm going to disagree with the both of you. Ah. And here's why. Sam, I like your idea of a trilogy. I also felt like it's going to be that because I know Seth's going to be saving or they're going to save Seth for the Universal Championship for a bigger pay-per-view. It's going to be, well, the only other bigger pay-per-view would be WrestleMania, which I don't know if they'll hold out that long, but they might. I'm going to pick Edge. Not super clean. I think there'll be some shenanigans. And obviously then this will cause Rollins to go absolutely batshit crazy, even more than he already is. And it'll be like a a vendetta that he just needs to take out Edge. And it'll turn into some, some trilogy. I think that the second match, Rollins will win in some shady fashion as well. And then they'll have their big blow-off match, which I would assume... Maybe Survivor Series. Maybe. But that's why I'm going to pick Edge. So this is interesting. There's kind of a, I feel like a clear divide on some of these matches. I'm going to agree with Scott again. It feels like us two are aligning on more. Sam and Riddler are aligning on most of these matches. I'm not sure what that means. We're setting up a inner squad tag match or something. I know, right? But... <laughs> Next podcast. Um, so I am picking Edge. I was thinking Rollins all the way as I was thinking about us doing this podcast all week until I watched SmackDown tonight and Edge, well, Rollins was in the ring doing his promo and then the brood music hits, Ooh. which got a pretty big pop out of me. And then yeah. Rollins got hit with a brood bath, not to be confused with a blood bath, but a, a brood bath of a uh, black 
substance, a dark substance, ruined Rollins' white suit, totally threw him off his suit game, so I'm picking Edge. Hold on a second. The brood came back tonight. Like, no, just no just the just the music. Was, um, yep. Was Gangrel, Gangrel and Christian both came out. Yeah. <laughs> and Christian, well, yeah. Well, Christian was also on Dude. AEW. It was crazy. <laughs> it was the quick brood all over again. Gangrel, bro. <laughs> he yeah, bit no, Rollins right in the dope. neck. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> Spit out his blood all over the whole crowd. But yeah, no, seriously, when when that brood music hit, like, I nearly dropped my phone. Like, I was just like, I did not expect that that music to ever play again. And he comes on, and I was actually talking to my friend Mark, and he'd mentioned that he watched the clip, and he's like, Edge said the same lines that he said the first time he was on television. So what a, what a way to circle back, and then drops the brood. Wow. Yeah, the brood breath on. Oh my god, um, I, I was like, "Why is Seth wearing all white? There's no like, there's no drip tonight. Like, what's going on?" And then that happens, and I'm like, "Now it all makes sense. I like it." <laughs> but yeah, oh man, this match is gonna be a lot gonna, of fun to watch. I'm gonna hold out hope that Gangrel does actually show up at SummerSlam. <laughs> that would be fantastic. <laughs> oh my god. What a, what a pop that would be, too. <laughs> oh, I, I Honestly, I hope... Bigger than CM Punk. Oh, God. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Sam and I will talk about that on our normal edition of Above the Ring. That'll be... Whoo, that'll be an interesting conversation. Um, Back to SummerSlam. Our next match is for the SmackDown Women's Championship... It's Bianca Belair taking on Sasha Banks' rematch of WrestleMania. Ladies, headlining night one, probably one of, uh, I would probably say the best match of that night. Um, so I, I definitely expect the same high quality from this one as well. So Riddler, who you got? Short and sweet, Sasha Banks. Okay. I would, I would, uh, I would agree with him on that one. It's happening again. <laughs> that tag team. What's your guy's tag team name? I don't right. <laughs> oh. I'd go with that one. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, this one, this one's tough for me. Um, so I am, I am a big. I'm a big Sasha fan. Um, always have been, even from her beginnings. Um, she's also from Massachusetts, where I'm originally from. So obviously that hometown, you know, loyalty works well. Uh, but Bianca Belair, it's kind of hard to vote against her at this point, uh, especially with what she just did on SmackDown, taking out both Zelina Vega and Carmella in back-to-back matches. She's she's fired up, ready to go. Um, I was a little a little surprised that Sasha didn't even show up at all in SmackDown tonight. So, kind of throws my theory of the person getting that last laugh going into a pay-per-view. Um, 
but I'm actually going to I'm going to pick the champ to retain. Um, I think Sasha will be part of whatever draft is coming up. So I don't think she'll be long for SmackDown for too much longer. So I will pick the champ to retain. Let's let's keep it rolling. Let's keep it rolling, Scott. You and me, tag team champs here. I'm going to also pick Bianca. She's going to be a little, a little tired into going in tomorrow after having to wrestle two matches the night before a, a pay-per-view title defense, which is yeah. insane, right? But right. yeah. That's I think that's that's what that's what they want us to think. She's going to be too tired. She's going to lose it. Nope. Bianca is going to overcome all that. She's going to retain. I mean, that's just perfect fantasy booking that they're doing over there, really building up that women's division. Two women in one night. Who's who's next? It's true. Yeah, she's steamrolling through all of her opponents. So Sasha, I think Sasha maybe underestimated Bianca at WrestleMania. I don't think she'll do the same now, but I think Bianca's grown since then, and Sasha had all that time off, so... I don't know. So our next match is for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. It, uh, it is the Usos, who are your current champions, taking on the Mysterios. Riddler, who you got? Um, I thought watching here recently that the Mysterios had the titles. When did that change? Um, Let's see. They lost it to the Usos... I think at the last pay-per-view. All right. I'm going to, with that logic, I'm going to have the Usos keeping the titles here. Okay. Well, here we are again. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, I know recently that they lost them, and I don't see them winning them back. Um, so I'm going to agree. I think the Usos are in for another long title reign. I'm actually going to jump on that train as well. I have a feeling, at least from watching recently, that Dominic's starting to get ahead of himself. He's looking too far ahead in the future, and his father keeps trying to rein him in. Part of me feels it might not be at SummerSlam, but soon thereafter, I think Dominic's going to turn on his father. So I think the Usos are going to retain... Dominic's probably going to try to do something that he probably shouldn't, and it's going to cost them the match. But that's that's just my thoughts on it. I'll make it unanimous here with the Usos. I, I'm with you, Scott. Like I don't really understand what where this is going with Dominic. It's weird seeing Dominic out here cheating, trying to trying to win. That doesn't seem like they're on the same page right now, the Mysterios. So I, I think that's going to be too much for for them to beat the Usos. All right. So I will hold off on the two big championships. We'll go to the next one. Uh, it's going to be for the Raw Women's Championship. It's a triple threat match. Uh, Nikki A.S.H., who is your current champion, is challenged by both Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley. So Riddler. What yeah, I think all I think all three women are fantastic wrestlers. I really enjoy them all. Um, I'm gonna go with Charlotte Flair's because I feel like maybe they want to keep her happy with her 
her what fiance and her dad leaving and maybe Becky Lynch coming back to uh confront Charlotte Flair maybe after the match. That's the rumor. That's the rumor. Sam, That's what do you got? Cheats. That's the rumors. <laughs> They're cheats, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to uh gonna surprise you guys on this one. Um, I think due to the fact of how fast they dropped this title on Nikki Ash, I do not see it ending anytime soon. So I think she's walking away with the title still, especially since three way. If it was one on one, I would argue Charlotte's taking the title. But since you know Charlotte and uh, Rhea are gonna have so much shit going on, hell, I don't wouldn't be surprised if it was if it was a DQ or like count out with those two and Nikki Ash still in the ring. My thoughts. Well, well, I mean, it's a triple threat, so I don't believe that countouts are a thing or DQs for that matter. Well, Nikki Ash walking away either way. All right, all right. Uh, I'm gonna mix things up here. Yeah. I'm actually going to agree with Riddler on this one. Um, I, I think they're going to do everything in their power to keep Charlotte Flair happy. Because if they lose her to the competition, even though some people say it's not competition, after tonight, it's definitely competition. Charlotte's going to win. And I also agree that this would be the perfect time for Miss Becky Lynch to show back up. And uh, reunite, or not reunite, but reignite that feud. I think their mistake would be putting Becky Lynch on SmackDown, but I feel like that's what they'd probably do. It's possible. Um, I read something that uh, doesn't look like Seth or Becky are going to be working together anytime (laughs) soon. So... Well, I mean, the last run they had, the best part about it was when Baron Corbin dropped Becky with the uh, the end of days, and then Seth just went ballistic. I think that was probably the best moment of them having a team together. Um, but honestly, they're both superstars in their own right. They really don't need to be in, in each other's, you know, light. Let them do their own thing. I mean, they are traveling, so yeah, maybe be on the same show, but who knows? Zach, what's your pick? Well, I was going to pick Charlotte because when in doubt, pick Charlotte <laughs> to go over in a big pay-per-view match. However, I'm going to take advantage of my strategic position here, and I'm going to be the only one to take Rhea Ripley, ah. the young up-and-coming star, going to be the new champ. Walk out of SummerSlam, Rhea Ripley. Sneak it in with that pick. I like it. I like the way you think, sir. I like the way you think. I'm trying All to right. win. That's true. Yeah, it, it, it's true. I mean, you've got to do everything you can to get the W here. But you don't. <laughs> Not all the time. <laughs> all right. So our next match will be for the WWE Championship itself. Will be Bobby Lashley with MVP taking on Goldberg. Oh man. Um, okay, I'm just gonna go with Goldberg. Uh, I'm, wow. I don't know. I'm just gonna go. 
have no idea. I expect it to be a short mat. Um, I think Jericho can go more than Goldberg can, so uh, I think it's going to be short. Okay. Sam? We're going to split again. I'm going to go with Bobby Lashley. I don't feel like Goldberg is the wrestler you want to drop the belt to for somebody else to pick it up. Don't tell the fiend that. Exactly. But I think Bobby Lashley's doing a pretty good job as champion for what I've seen. My man is going to have that belt for a little bit. It's because he has those pants on, Sam. Yes. There's a theory about this that Scott has had for a long time. Would you like to enlighten them quickly about that theory? About yes. Bobby Lashley's <laughs> pants? Yes. Um, when Bobby Lashley came back, he was wearing the trunks, the shorts, and stuff like that. And he was constantly losing. The moment he put on pants, the man was almost unstoppable. So that's he been a running joke with Sam too, and I right? forever. I think we even had a, a podcast titled Lashley with Pants or something. And it's been, Yes, we did. It's been a joke ever since. Um, but obviously, with that in play, I'm clearly going to take Bobby Lashley here. <laughs> My reasoning is I have a feeling that this is a type of match that it's kind of taking the torch. Goldberg was the big spear guy, ran through everybody, really didn't get stopped by many people. I feel like Lashley, since he's come back, has kind of been in that same vein, um, especially since he joined with MVP and the Hurt Business for, you know, however short that lasted. Um, Lastly, he's always been consistent and pretty dominating. So I do agree with Riddler that this will be a short match, but I feel like Bobby Lashley will be the one to make this a short match. I say no more than five minutes. Yeah, I'm I'm going to hop on the the Lashley train with this new information about, about hashtag Lashley with pants. So that's it. That's all I needed. We've created believers, Scott. Yes, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And our last match of the night, which I know is going to be ridiculous. This match, I, it would not surprise me if this match went at least 25, 30 minutes. For the Universal Championship, Roman Reigns with Paul Heyman taking on John Cena. And the extra little sprinkle that was added tonight during SmackDown, if Roman Reigns loses this match, he leaves WWE. Well, I'm not going to buy that shit. I know. (laughs) I think what I'm going to do, I'm going to go with my gut. And my gut's telling me that Ric Flair left because he heard word that Cena's going to break his reign. Now Rick's doing matches in NWA. He's probably going to get another title reign, too, just to beat Cena. So I think Cena's going to win this match. um, And that's it. Cena's going to win. Going for 17. Sam? I don't know. I don't see Roman leaving, but then again, at this day and age where I don't know they let anybody go. I'm surprised Vince hasn't been let go yet. <laughs> am I wrong, though? I am not. I don't think so. Um, 
I don't think Roman Reigns is going to be leaving. Roman Reigns is currently, no pun intended, the top dog. Um, I know, I remember a couple years ago, he was like the guy that nobody wanted, and now he's one of the best. He has He's the, one of the best characters in wrestling as a whole. So I think this is a way for Cena to put Roman Reigns over and kind of finally, correctly, you know, properly pass the torch over to Roman. Because the last time they did that, it was kind of like, oh, cool. Nobody cared. This one, I think, has a little more uh, oomph to that. So Roman stays. Okay. I agree with you, Sam, on that one. Um, Roman, when I talked about MVPs of the Thunderdome era earlier, um, Roman was another one. Uh, the way he came back from leukemia and his first day back, he takes out the fiend. He takes out Strowman. He just murders everybody. He, uh, I think his shirt was arrive, like cause havoc or something like that. And then leave. It was, it's exactly what he did. Uh, his promo skills have improved considerably. Uh, you talked about their last interaction with one another, uh, where Cena, completely obliterated Roman on the mic because Roman forgot his lines and Cena just let him have it. And to this day, that's still one of the best promos segments that I've ever watched. Like you could tell Roman was struggling and Cena was just like, bitch, you're done. (laughs) Just took him out this time around. Roman held on to everything. Did a good job. John did all the talking because that's what John Cena does. There's no denying how good John is, and the pops that he's been getting since he's come back has been absolutely outstanding. Brings goosebumps, and I'm so happy that the fans are back because we actually get legitimate pops again, not this piped-in bullshit that nobody wants to listen to. I put that in my sleep, Scott. I put put that in my sleep, just like crowd noise. That's how I fall asleep. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I just simulate like I'm watching Raw. Oh, yeah. Well, if you're watching Raw, yeah, you're just napping the whole time. It's fine. (laughs) Um, But I'm going to pick Roman. Um, Roman has been top of the game. You know, tribal chief, head of the table, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, that you want to do, you want to say. I just have that feeling that while this match is going to go on forever, there will be shenanigans. I know the Usos are going to arrive at some point. Distract the ref, attack Cena, do something. Roman's going to win. He might even make Cena tap out, which hasn't happened since the very beginning of his career. And what a way when Cena always talks about never giving up, that he submits to Roman Reigns and finally acknowledges him as the Universal Champion. Those are my thoughts on it. All right. I'm going to turn heel on you, Scott, here, and I'm going to go back to my original <laughs> tag partner, the Riddler, and we're going to be Team Cena for this one. You're going to wrap you all over me? You had to see this coming. It's true. It's true. The seeds were planted long ago. <laughs> it's been long-term booking. But I like what Riddler said about Ric Flair. I, I just think the timing of Ric Flair leaving... And I could absolutely see Vince McMahon giving John Cena his record-breaking 17th championship just to spite Ric Flair for leaving and going to work with Kenny Omega and all these other people and Andrade right away. 
So I, I think I could absolutely see this happening. So we're Team Cena. Fair enough. Which is a fair argument. I would, um, no, and I think I told this to Scott. You know, Ric Flair, for some reason, I mean, I don't think Ric Flair gets the credit he actually deserves in that company because he's never fully been a Vince McMahon guy. He didn't start over there. He wasn't created. He was over there in 91, 92 for like a year. You know, he's not a Vince guy. Most of those championships were under WCW, NWA, Jim Crockett, et cetera, et cetera. So I can see Vince going, well, my guy, you know, this is a Vince guy, you know, WWE from day one, you know, taking that title. Whether it be SummerSlam, I don't know. But I like the logic, sound logic. Very sound. No, absolutely. It makes perfect sense. But sometimes I like to go against perfect sense and stick with, you know, a character who has been pretty much running through everybody either by himself or with his family's bloodline. So that's why I'm going to stick with Roman on this one. Yeah, because you know I'm right. I chose the right one. That's why I got. It's about time, <laughs> Sam. <laughs> Okay, now I'm back to where I should be. As you can see, the big uh, rack of CDs behind me. I'm on my mic. I got everything up. We're going to kick it right over to Sunday. This is weird. Usually, obviously, it's like takeover and then one of the big four. Nope. Other way around, folks. We got six matches. Um, Pre-show, um, Trey Baxter taking on Rich Holland. I know we were talking about this prior. Um, Scott, are we going to implement uh, the snake chain? We're going to do our snake chain, yeah. So, so Zach... You're up first. I thought you guys were going to forget. No, no, no. I'm short, but I don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> That's what be they like say. Joe. Short There's people never like a... forget. No, because we always have to look up. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure what that means, but I am going to take. Wait, so we're doing this Trey Baxter versus Ridge Holland match first? Yes. yes. So, yeah, this match was just added, I feel like, a few hours ago. I did not see this the first time I was looking through my my picks. So, I'm taking Ridge Holland, the guy who's coming off a, back from a major injury. Great story. <laughs> I, I, will, I will agree with Zach. Um, Ridge, before he got injured, was was pretty dominant, um, especially joining the likes of Danny Birch, Oni Lorcan, Pete Dunne, and Pat McAfee before Pat went over to SmackDown to be probably the best commentator in WWE at this point. Um, it's nice to see Ridge back uh, with Danny Birch being out uh, with injury. Uh, him being back with that crew definitely makes him even more destructive. Um, and as much as I like Trey Baxter, um, he doesn't stand a chance <laughs> against Ridge. Sam, what you got? I'm going with Ridge, and I think it's pretty straightforward. You know, he was a he was a driving force before he got injured. I was like, yo, this guy is going to be NXT champion in no time. And I still think he is. You know, I can't imagine him and Samoa Joe. I don't want a fantasy book too early. But That'd be fun. You know, Ridge Holland was a beast, is a beast. Trey Baxter's good, but 
at this moment in time, he's enhancement talent. Bridge Holland, next. <laughs> Short and sweet, I like it. Difficult choice, huh? <laughs> okay, following that, I'm just going to go down the line here. Um, a match that Scott and I are super excited for, Walter taking on Ilya Dragunov for the NXT UK Championship. This could go one of two ways. Um, could it? From- <laughs> I don't know. They've been put. This is number two. I, I'm going to go with Walter. I'll tell you, I will go with Walter. I think Walter's retaining. But if again, if they decide to do a third match and they want to drop the belt to Dragunov, it has to be an NXT UK takeover. But for the sake of my chest still hurts every time I watch Walter <laughs> slap somebody. God. Walter is retaining. So Sam liked to jump the line here. <laughs> Yeah, your, I'm I'm very glad to let you do that. Your pick is invalid. You, you're giving Zach info that he doesn't deserve. <laughs> Mind games. I made you do that, like Alexa Bliss. Probably, yeah. I feel I'm like influential right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like this one is. Uh, Pretty straightforward as well. I don't know. Maybe I'm completely wrong, but I just think Walter's going to chop this guy into oblivion. Have any of you seen their first matchup? I meant to, and I couldn't find it on WWE Network. I don't know what the hell I was doing. Couldn't <laughs> find it. I have not watched it either, but I've seen clips of it. Um, my goal tomorrow or today before the show starts is that I want to try to find that first match. I feel that while the reign of Walter has been utterly ridiculous, it ends on Sunday and I pick Ilya to become the new UK champion. If he dies, he dies. That's right. (laughs) I'm going with the Russian. I'm going with Dragunov, too. Nice. Okay. Was there anything else to that before I... Nope. Uh... nope. nope. Okay. Go ahead. I don't want to make sure I'm cutting cutting anybody off. We usually... We used to two people, not four, which is a first. <laughs> um, following that, we're going to go right to LA Knight taking on Cameron Grimes with Ted DiBiase on his side for the Million Dollar Championship. If Grimes loses, DiBiase must also become... LA Knight's butler. I'm not I'm not leaving this one, Zach. <laughs> I thought about it. I almost went right into it, but I'm like, no. You need two cards, Zach? All part of the plan. I was I was waiting for it. I was gonna let you go ahead, but because I, I mean I'm I'm really not sure where to go on this one. I'm gonna make a decision right now as i'm rambling and delaying my pick (laughs) i'm gonna pick cameron grimes i want to dibiase as a butler would be kind of funny and maybe that's where they're going but i don't know i'm just feeling cameron grimes in my bones it's a good pick 
I will agree with you. Cameron Grimes, the man is finally going to the moon with that million dollar championship. Um, we talk about um, DiBiase possibly becoming a butler. What a 180 from his days when he used to wrestle and how everybody else, you know, everybody has a price for the million dollar man. Well, at this point, there's no price because you're going to be a butler for somebody. As entertaining as that would be, I feel like if this wasn't the third match between these two, I would pick L.A. Knight. And as much as I love L.A. Knight, I'm going with Cameron Grimes because that man is so over with the crowd right now. you gotta, you got to strike where the iron's hot, even though they've been kind of kind of messing up a little bit lately, which is a little bit of a shock when it comes to NXT. Uh, but I think they'll finally correct the ship. And Grimes takes the title. It's legit. Is this a legit title? Yeah. Uh, well, yes. Like I would the, say it's like like the FTW. A, FTW. Yeah, like FTW. Exactly. Yeah. I have a feeling they brought it back because of that. So my name, my name is Taz. This is my son Hook. And like <laughs> no, and like the crowd was like pins and they couldn't hear, hear a pin drop. Yeah, no they're like cared. they're like. So nobody cared. Nope. Um, shit. So yeah, for this one, uh, uh, I'm gonna go LA Knight just because you guys are all picking Grimes. So and going for the points, I like it. Well, you know, it leaves me at the end because I didn't actually say mine yet, which is great. Oh, jeez, we're all <laughs> in order. <laughs> I'm just, I'm taking every spot possible. So I'm actually gonna go with Grimes here because I'm gonna agree with Scott that this is the third match in this bout. Um, the first match, he lost a million-dollar championship. The second match, he became the butler. Um, it would be kind of comical to see Ted DiBiase become a butler, but at the same time, I know these 10 years with these old, the older talent doesn't last long, and I feel like we might be pushing the end of that. Um, plus, it's Cameron Grabs. So, that's, uh, that's my story, and yeah, we're sticking to that one. <laughs> Okay, next up, guys, we have uh, the Women's Championship for Kel Gonzalez taking on Dakota Kai. Going to pause? Segway? <laughs> what you got, Zach? Okay. Pressure. Okay, so it is my turn. All right, well, I really want to pick Raquel Gonzalez. She's a beast. It's hard to see her losing. But Dakota Kai, showing a lot of determination. I love her promos lately. She's looking pretty dangerous to me. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Dakota Kai to take the NXT Women's Championship here. It's funny that you mention uh, Raquel being a beast, which she is. But every beast has one weakness, and her weakness is Dakota Kai. Ooh, D- Dakota Kai is due. Like this woman has done everything in this in NXT. And it's about time that people put some respect in her name and give her this title. I don't care how short the run is. She deserves to be champion. And I feel on Sunday she will take that title away from Raquel. Oh, it's another tough one. Um, I don't know if we had this discussion. Is she rumored to go to the main roster? Uh, not that I've seen, no. Okay. Well, 
that being said. Um, no, I think you're right, Scott. I think, uh, I think Dakota might have the edge over here because, you know, she's, I mean, we knew the heel turn was coming, but they executed it perfectly because, you, fuck, I mean, I, mean, I didn't I didn't know it was going to happen until it happened. So I'm going to go with Dakota, new women's champion. Uh, I'm going to go with Carl Gonzalez just for the point. Go. Man's Damn. trying to sneak in with his points. <laughs> Stealing my strategy. <laughs> oh, he's your tag team partner, so is it really stealing? I taught him everything he knows. But not everything you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so following that, you know what? I think we're going to save the best one for last. So... Karrion Cross taking on Samoa Joe for the NXT Championship. This one should be pretty self-explanatory. Well, now yeah. I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> now, see, if, if y'all watch the product, <laughs> you would what know would, where this is going. Tony, what would Tony Khan do? What would Tony Khan do, Zach? Okay. All right. Yeah. Thanks for the advice. Uh, so yeah, I'm assuming this is one of those things where Karrion Cross is going up to the main roster, so he's going to lose the championship. Um, but I don't know. You also got all this stuff like WWE wants NXT to go back to being a developmental place, so. Why would Samoa Joe become the champion? I'm just going to pick Karrion Cross to retain. That's fair. That is very fair. I don't like the fact that they want to do that. And I'm pretty sure I'm not alone in that. But Sam knows this. I am a Samoa Joe fan through and through. And with Cross being up on Raw recently... It obviously just spells the end of his time in NXT. Um, also, with the disappearance of Scarlett, she has not been with him on the main roster, and the crowd very much noticed this. He's lost all his mystique that he had in NXT with the pyro, uh, the pyro with the smoke, and with Sh- with Scarlett, the whole nine yards. His his first time he came out, that was probably one of the best entrances i've seen in wrestling and it was still great but then the moment he moved up it all was just kind of like oh you're you're generic wrestler number 15 now okay so and then having him lose to jeff hardy within like a, two minutes like come on you take your nxt champion and you have him lose in his opening match it's just it's yeah I don't want to get too negative when it comes to that, but I had some choice words when that happened. But I'm picking Joe because I feel like Cross is just going to go full-time to Raw and hopefully do better. Um, He really needs to be reunited with Scarlett because she just added to his character. And without her, he just seems generic, and it's unfortunate. 
Well, I think this was the most straightforward one, I think, with this. Especially keeping in mind, this is Samoa Joe's first match back after being cleared. It's Joe. Joe was, I will, I was not watching wrestling at the time, but I will never forget listening to one of my friends record their podcast and talk about how big of a deal Samoa Joe was going to NXT. You know, he was, he was, he was like the big sign. You know, this is, oh, NXT isn't just developmental. This is real shit. So, um, yeah, I think Samoa Joe is getting another title run. Be a first ever three time NXT champion. Man, a lot of things I want to say on this one. First off, I mean, first off, with Karrion Cross, again, I just kind of watch it here here and there lately, but, I mean, does WWD do anything better than ruining people? I oh, mean, my like, God. It, it's, it's First off, well, what you said is so true. Like, you take away all the pageantry and the lights and the, the pyro, and he's just a normal dude. Yeah. And that's a problem because he is yeah. just a normal dude in the ring. So to me, he's not, I don't think he's going to the main roster to make any moves. I think he's going to retain. Um, I think it's dangerous to put Samoa Joe in a situation where he can get hurt again and have a title. Um, I think Karen Cross is going to win and they're going to rebuild him back up. I think that's their only, only choice. Okay. That's a, that's a very, that's a very fair point. Um, but yeah, you talk about, the main roster ruining people. It goes all the way back to the Ascension. The Ascension were unstoppable in NXT. Yeah, I remember they that. go up to the main roster. They, I think they won maybe their first couple of matches, and then after that, there were a comedy act with Rizongo a couple of years you know, later, years down the road. It's like, my God, why so was that? Cre- is that creative then? Is that you know Triple H lets them do their thing, and then they get. It's like a whole different thing. Like, they yeah, have any control over their character? No, it, it's literally Vince has the final say on pretty much everything. Vince uh, and Kevin Dunn. And Kevin Dunn. Kevin Dunn really needs to honestly leave. If Kevin Dunn were to leave, I automatically think that WWE as a whole will immediately get better. Kevin Dunn has done everything he possibly can to push the women down because he doesn't believe they're a draw, which is obviously bullshit because uh, Becky Lynch. Yeah, Becky Lynch is their biggest draw, man. Pretty much. Probably the closest thing you get to a CM Punk pop is a Becky Lynch pop right now. So Right. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I, that's why I really hope she does come back at SummerSlam because I think that'll be the only thing that'll rival what just happened today. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, th- there, are, there are certain people that just need to be removed from the upper echelon of WWE and the product will immediately get better. And I, and I, I talked to Sam about this on, I think on our, actually either our last podcast or the one prior, um, that with NXT not doing as well as they should have been against dynamite, that any of triple H's detractors are taking this as ammunition and completely undermining him, which is why, All of these NXT releases, Triple H had no idea that they were happening. They just kind of happened. So you yeah. lose somebody as big as like Bronson Reed, like no pun intended, obviously. Um, Sam and I, you know, we always j- called him Thick Boy and, and stuff like that. Like he's been like my, one of my favorites in NXT. And then to have him just be released, it's like, well, you, you, you fucked up yet again, you guys. Like, stop it. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. 
which is an interesting segue into the last match we have here. <sighs> Sam, I love when you pick up on these things. <laughs> because this match, first and foremost, I was just telling somebody about this. The promo for the first match between these guys, and Scott and I talked about this a million times, may have been one of the best promos ever. One of the best video packages. Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole, three. Two out of three falls. First fall is traditional wrestling. Uh, fall two is a street fight. And if necessary, fall three is a steel cage match. Now, um, yeah, no, Zach, why don't you? I almost did it again. I almost did it again. You were really close that time. Well, that's so usually what happens is Scott and I and I go right in and Scott's like, I'm just going to let him go because he's going to he could sound like a jackass. And guess what? He can't take it back because he won't edit that much. (laughs) All right. Well, you know what? Even though I am picking first, I'm guessing that I might be the only one to pick Adam Cole because I'm going to bet you guys are going to say Adam Cole's contract is up. He's definitely leaving. He's going to go to AEW to be with Britt Baker. But I don't know. I say not so fast. I'm just going. I think it's I think it's too cloudy of a situation. I don't think anybody really knows what he's thinking, what he's what Adam Cole is going to do. So I'm just going to go off of the talent. I think Adam Cole is the better talent, the bigger star. So I'm going to pick him to win. Maybe they have worked out a secret deal to keep him with WWE, whether that's NXT or the main roster, whether you think that's going to be good for him or not, they're going to use him right. I'm just going with Adam Cole, baby. You know, Zach's trying to get in between him and Britt Baker, right? Oh, yeah. He just, he just doesn't want them together. The I longer understand. they stay, just keep them in separate companies. Hey. It's called long-term booking. They can do the long-distance thing. Maybe it (laughs) works out. Maybe it doesn't. That's okay. She'll bounce back. I'll be there for her. A shoulder to cry on. (laughs) I mean, you're both from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, so, you know. Yes. I was in Pittsburgh to cheer her on both nights, Dynamite and Rampage. I know. We saw you on television. (laughs) That's true, yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. I I treated myself to a good seat. For that show and so yeah it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world if adam cole stayed with wwe for the next 10 to 50 years <laughs> <laughs> well i think we know how you really feel there's there's no ulterior motive there at all none i, I, I would see it nope um i'm calling it right down the middle should we call <laughs> you dick patrick now <laughs> For all you young kids out there who don't know who who that was, look them up. You'll understand. (laughs) So with me, I'm actually going to defer mine to last because I have a little story for boys and girls. I love stories. (laughs) So Sam, I'll let you pick next. So I'm going to pick Kyle O'Reilly. Kind of for the reason you mentioned, but also kind of not for the reason you mentioned. So... Um, do I think Adam Cole potentially could go to AEW? Sure. But also, when all this contract talk was coming up, my understanding was, and Scott and I were both reading this, he was recently offered a million dollars to head to the main roster in a million-dollar contract, which usually, to most people's surprise, is not what they usually offer most of their talent. So 
I would not be surprised if Adam Cole, one way or another, I think Adam Cole is getting ready to leave NXT, whether it be AEW, whether it be, you know, the main roster, whether it be at the new market basket, they open up in Johnson, you know, I don't, you know, <laughs> wherever it might be, you know, I think he's moving up. I think Kyle is uh, going to take his place as like the, I don't know, the most well-known face from the undisputed era in NXT. He'll be the undisputed winner. That's a bingo. <laughs> All right, Riddler, who are you picking? Oh, man. Um, I'm going to go with Kyle O'Reilly uh, because Adam Cole is coming to AEW. I have no doubt about it. Um, why wouldn't he? I mean, why would he take the word of, of anybody in that company that he's going to do anything in the main roster? I mean, I can't see him going up against Roman Reigns. I can't see him going up against Goldberg or any of Drew McIntyre. I just don't see it. So um, get the hell out of there when he can. Um, Kyle Riley probably be next. I know. I was uh, I was surprised when they released Bobby Fish. Uh, partly, I mean, I know he's he's older. I think he's the oldest of the group, and definitely had the most injuries. But it was still sad to see at least one fourth of, you know, what used to be undisputed era leave. Um, my pick is I've been 50, 50 on this for probably since they announced it, because there's so much on both sides. You have everything with Kyle and, and, and Adam. And I really feel like they should put Kyle over because Adam Cole doesn't need to go over. However, if it's Cole's time to leave NXT, if he goes to the main ra- if he goes to the main roster, you would think O'Reilly would win because that would send him off on his way because that's normally how that works. You go out, you know, you go on your back. With all this contract talk and recently him coming out Uh, on his Twitch channel stating that no matter what, his channel's not going away. With everything that WWE has been doing with third-party stuff when it comes to Twitch and, and, you know, um, it was a cameo and all the other ones that they're out there that they've been so tight, you know, tight-knit on, Cole's been able to do Twitch regardless. So... I don't. I think that's more of a red herring than anything else. Would I love to see him in AEW reunite with the Elite? That's a whole storyline that's built in right then and there. So it's tough. But for me, I'm gonna pick Adam Cole to win. Oh my gosh! I know the swerve. <laughs> That was a that was a swerve. That, you took me down the rabbit hole there. That was almost a genius type of move, uh, a murder thought monster move. That's what happens on our pod, almost. <laughs> I just think that Cole has more to do um, in NXT. In in if you look at it from a, a logical standpoint, O'Reilly should win this match. You know, and Cole should move up to SmackDown because God forbid, stay away from Raw. Um, but I have a feeling that Cole's gonna win and then maybe challenge Joe. 
Ooh, get his funny. second title. That way, if they're worried about Joe in an injury, you give it to Cole. Cole will run with the ball, not have any problem with it. Yeah, another thing, too, I know you brought up the money. I don't know. I mean, we act like we know these people. I just don't think that money would be a factor in this situation, though, with Adam Cole, especially with, you know, uh, Britt Baker's a dentist. I know Zach's moving to Florida, trying to get into the dentistry. Um, <laughs> I know he's, look, he's looking at apartments. Uh, got some molars. I've he's been eating a lot of candy candy. lately. My, my teeth are terrible. I need a dentist. Got a shit ton of cavities. <laughs> I can just see the, what a what a what a what a way for this to go. He, you just see Zach just randomly showing up in places that Burt Baker's in, and <laughs> he just kind of sits there and just kind of like, like you know that little wave, and it's yeah. like, do I recognize this guy? And then I don't know, like a week later, he shows up at another place, and he just kind of follows dynamite, you know, and sees where she is at all times, and it's gonna turn into a good storyline, guys. I like it. <laughs> Gotta see how it evolves. That's right. Well, uh, as Scott and I like to do, you know, this is it's SummerSlam weekend. We got two pay per views. We got a loaded weekend. Um, we'll be dropping. You know, we'll have this. We have our normal above the ring that Scott and I will be talking about every other piece of product out there. You know, because you know a couple other things happened this week that we kind of need to talk about. Nothing big, but <laughs> no. no, nothing big. No. Um. And then we'll have our post show that should drop on Monday. As always, you know, so you can listen to Scott's uh, Raw Review and SmackDown study. Zach and Riddler, we thank you guys so much for joining us on this. We can't wait to hopefully talk to you guys again soon um, for our post show once everything is said and done. Yeah, you guys got to come on back to the ring. Riddler and I already have an idea for you guys to come on with us, and we're going to rebook one of the TLC matches where each of us picks a tag team, like us two and you two, pick a tag team to throw in there to try to beat Edge and Christian in one of those original TLC matches. So that would be a lot of fun. So I hope you guys accept our challenge for that. Like, sounds like they could be using this as enhancement talent. Just keep that, keep that in mind. We will be using an AW tag team. Just letting you know. So if you want to go and, and Ooh, do a okay. WWE tag right. team, you can. Getting hot and bothered in here. Okay. Well, guys, thank you so much. Scott, always a joy. And for those of you who don't already do so, please follow us now on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, you know, YouTube at Ship It Studios, but Facebook. Everything has changed to above the ring. Uh, you can find myself as Sam the SLB official in Scott Scotty J stream. Zach and the Riddler have their um their Twitter, which is I believe is it just back to the ring? Back to the ring with the number two in it back to the ring uh you can find us on all streaming platforms we were on captivate we were on you know apple podcast i heart radio etc etc if there is a streaming platform you cannot find us on please let us know we'll put ourselves on there on that streaming platform please remember to run review comment subscribe tell people why they should listen to above the ring why you listen to above the ring and why they should listen to us as well as always thank you guys for listening SummerSlam week is upon us as always do not forget to join the bedlam and ship it Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, 
a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.